to the nine foot homemade oak bar and pour yourself a cold one my name is chris his name is mike and this is windy city slam wrestling chicago style we cover the chicagoland area a little bit into wisconsin maybe in indiana basically all of chicago the suburbs and then every once in a while we'll talk about the big stuff when it gets really big like wrestlemania that's on the way my friend what do we got on deck today yeah today we have two guests for the first time ever on the windy city slam podcast it's Two Juice, Andy Long, a.k.a. Caleb Elwart, and James Camioni. They are the co-owners of Freelance Underground. And this coming weekend, uh, Freelance Underground and Freelance Wrestling are presenting Chicago Secret Stash. And that's premiering on IWTV.live Friday, April the 9th at 3 p.m. Chicago time. Windy City Slam is a proud sponsor of Chicago Secret Stash. It's a great way to start WrestleMania weekend. Seven big matches, which we'll get into with our guests, Two Juice and James in a little bit. So how do I watch this? Explain this to me uh, like I'm an idiot. Like, how do I make sure that I, I'm able to sit down and watch it? What do I watch it on? Can my smart TV do it? Am I on the internet? How does this work? I believe they have an app on Roku. Uh, IWTV has an app on Roku. Uh, you could also get it online, uh, IWTV.live. It's a monthly subscription, so you have to subscribe for a month. And at the very end of the interview as well, our guests will give an offer code to get a discount uh, for signing up with the service. So check that out as well. Uh, what's going on in and around the world of wrestling before we get to our guests? All right, Rapid Fire. Uh, last weekend, uh, three Chicagoland area events went down in Wisconsin as well. Uh, last Saturday night, April the 3rd, Powell Entertainment presented April Foolishness. That was at Rump Bowls in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. And in the main event, B.O.W. defeats local veteran Machine in a last man standing match. This was Machine's final match in his uh, couple of decades independent career. And afterwards, they did a really nice gesture. Jimmy Blaze and the guys inducted Machine into the Powell Chicago Hall of Fame. That was very, very cool. And also, champion Pauly Tomaselli retained his POW championship over Kazile, so he retained, he's still the champ. AAW Pro returned uh, last Saturday as well. They had an edition of AAW Alive in Villa Park, and that aired on their Twitch channel. And right now they're recording several of these programs over the next few weeks, and they're gonna be streaming them live in addition to returning to 115 Bourbon Street in the next few weeks. And in the main event of the first show, AAW champion Vance Warner retained the title over one called Manders. So it should be interesting to see how they develop their storylines here on out. And also, um, a recent guest, Bulletproof Ben McCoy, wrestled his dream match last Saturday night, the third, in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, Frontline Pros, Honor Bound, Rob Van Dam, the newly minted WWE Hall of Famer, hits the five-star frog splash on Bulletproof Ben McCoy to get the win, but not before this awesome move that Ben pulled off. It was a beautiful belly-to-belly -belly suplex off the ropes on RVD's uh, pesky manager, a uh, guy he, he brought in from his ECW days, Bill Alfonso, drives him through the table, and then shortly after that, RVD takes advantage of the distraction and hits the frog splash, gets the one, two, three. Uh, fun weekend for wrestling in Chicago and Wisconsin, so uh, good stuff. 
All right, Windy City Slam presenting its first wrestling promotion, first event ever. We're going to talk to those that are running it next. This is Windy City Slam, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at WindyCitySlam.com. Two guests this week for the first time ever. Uh, we have freelance underground co-owners, Two Juice and James. Hey guys, how you doing today? Two Juice, you are way too pumped and excited. <laughs> I always am. You're just I'm smiling life, and man. laughing. Great. Um, we want to talk about the Freelance Underground and the Freelance Wrestling Joint Venture, Chicago Secret Stash. And that show premieres on IWTV.live on Friday afternoon, April the 9th, 3 p.m. Central Time. It's a great start to WrestleMania weekend. Chicago-style wrestling, Chicago athletes. We're very excited to have you guys do this show. And Windy City Slam is very excited to be a sponsor in part of the show this year here for Chicago Secret Stash. So how did the show come about? We did uh, the collective with uh, Game Changer Wrestling back in December, or not December, October. Mm -hmm. And, you know, IWTV and SmartMark Video merged. And we've always been a longstanding partner with Smart Mark Video. Uh, and we were asked, because based off of, I, I'm assuming, the numbers that we did for the collective back in October, uh, they, they were pretty strong for us being a first-timer on that. And I believe that uh, that may have maybe sparked the, hey, would you guys want to be interested? Uh, originally, they wanted us to go to, to Florida. And that was a quick no, <laughs> given the fact that, um, you know, the coronavirus is still lurking and Florida is like a hotbed for it. So we originally had turned it down and they came back to us and we're like, hey, would you be interested in recording it here somewhere in uh, Chicago? And um, it, it was pretty much a yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't have to fly. I don't <laughs> Uh, we don't have to get people to come down to Florida. So that's pretty much how that came about. Is the sponsorships the main source of revenue for these shows for the wrestlers? The sponsorships went toward that. The show was happening regardless of sponsorships. So, you know, it was going to be purely funded. We, we did have a select group of individuals uh, attend the, t attend this, uh, the the season ticket holders for freelance wrestling were offered the opportunity as well as the diehard fans for both companies that we've kind of grown friendships with. And they were all told, look, here's an opportunity for you to come see some live wrestling that you haven't seen in Chicago in a long time. And there's a couple catches you masks at all times, which of course nobody was going to really have a problem with as well as you need to provide us with a negative COVID test or you need to be fully vaccinated. And not one person really pushed back. But as far as is funding for the show, the show was going to be funded regardless of these sponsorships or not, which the sponsorships for sure were very much appreciated. Awesome. Um, we are very glad here at Windy City Slam to be able to help support you guys. And you guys have always put on a great uh, I've really enjoyed everything I've seen in person online, uh, YouTube, whatever sources I've actually seen your stuff at. I mean, I've attended a couple of your shows here in Joliet. Very, very good shows. Entertaining. Lots of fun. Um, 
great psychology, great storytelling. Um, let's get into Chicago Secret Stash. It uh, looks like seven matches on the slate. And the main event is a freelance legacy championship match between the champion, the veteran Robert Ego Anthony, and young Storm Grayson. Uh, maybe I just want to talk a little bit about that match. I, I don't want to dominate the conversation too. Oh, just, yeah, well, I, means- I mean, I wasn't able to see the match from my my position, but uh, it definitely I know just the the I guess the idea of the match was kind of to to put Storm in a in a more prominent position. Uh, I feel like he's a he's a guy. Uh, I mean, I know James probably agrees with this as well. That has has been putting in work for a long time, and especially more recently, has been putting in a lot of extra work and in, in terms of seriousness and just hasn't really gotten a lot of recognition. He's always kind of been that guy who is maybe in a scramble or just kind of in this mid card match, or, you know, he's just kind of, he's just floating around. So this is kind of a way to, to put a little more eyes and a little more, you know, uh, star power on him to go, Hey, you know, take a look at this guy. Uh, you might be missing out. Yeah. Storm Grayson is a guy I've seen a few times, both for uh, Freelance Underground and for Zello. And the last couple of times I've seen him wrestle uh, recently for that freelance, a future of freelance show for GCW. Man, that kid, look, he's really put together now. He's put, he's, he's done some time in the gym. Um, he looks really, <laughs> lots of time in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the, the thing about Storm Grayson too, is he, he's pure 100% vegan. Um, and this kid does not eat even the normal vegan style. Uh, I've literally seen him drink liquefied tofu mixed with water for his meals. It's the most disgusting. It, it looks like a milkshake, smells like absolute nothing. And it's the grossest thing in the world to see. Just he, he bring. Okay, so Storm Grayson actually works at the same place I work at. So he brings his full-size blender, his ninja blender, to work with three to four blocks of tofu, and he makes a giant shake for breakfast at 10 a.m. in the morning. And then about 3 o'clock, he makes another giant shake for his lunch intake. And, yeah, it's disgusting. But, yeah, he's putting in a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Funny, funny side note story of, of Storm Grayson. Uh, so way back when, uh, actually, what, what? You're going to hear time to take credit. <laughs> oh, no, I just, I'm just going to say that like, this was kind of the, the start of, I guess, his, his evolution of sorts. Uh, I mean, he used to, he used to wrestle in uh, golly underneath uh, a mask. So he had a different character then. And then he eventually was working uh uh, AAW show I think it was a, a pre-show match and it literally he realized right before he was supposed to walk out he did not have a name because he was just wrestling as himself he wasn't wrestling under a mask and he kind of just looked at me and he's like I, I I need a I need a name like for the for the ring announcer and I was just like well um uh well I think you should keep your real name Storm like for sure like that's that's unique that's good and I was like oh, last name last name and I literally just was trying to like think of something really quick. And I was just like, well, I went with like kind of like sidekick characters from like uh, comic books. And I was like, oh, Dick Grayson, like that's Robin's oh, real name. I'm like, and I was like, how about Storm Grayson? I'm like, that really rolls, you know, 
right like that. And he's just like, yeah. And he just gave it to the ring announcer and went out there. And like, I didn't expect him to continue using it. Like I was like, ah, it's probably just a one-off thing. And now it's been his permanent name since then. It was literally just a quick, you know, one, two, you know, exchange in the back. And that's, that's, I mean, I think it's kind of cool that, you know, this, the, you know, you can literally come up with something that quick and it can stick and, you know, it, it can, you know, mean a difference for someone. So yeah, there's, there's my taking credit, James. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> All right. Um, obviously, we know a lot about Robert Ego Anthony, veteran guy. He's worked AEW. He's been a WWE extra. He was Velveteen Dream's first match at NXT. He's done great stuff for Freelance and Warrior and just, just an all-around great professional wrestler. Uh, let's go on a little bit uh, further on the card. Uh, one of the matches I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, we've seen the roll around a lot on Instagram, but this is for real now. Freelance underground champion, GPA. Yeah, it's uh, GPA's big, glorious return to independent wrestling. And who better than an opponent than his uh, his uh, live-in life opponent currently? <laughs> Laney Luck. Um, they've wrestled once or twice before. Uh, uh, twice, I believe, when I talked okay. to him. Back. One, once for us in October yeah. of uh, 2018. 18 or 17. I can't necessarily remember. Hey, Caleb, do you remember that year? Do you remember the year? Was it uh, 17 or 18? No, now you got me on the spot. I want to say it's 18. It was 2018. Um, <laughs> and it was, I thought it was a great, a great match. And we just never revisited it. So here we go. GPA's big coming out party back into the wrestling world. And uh, let, let, let's see if uh, Laney Luck could be the one to beat up GPA. <laughs> hashtag beat up gpa <laughs> i've always liked what gpa brings to the table. uh great heel worker he will do anything to retain that freelance laney's just awesome she keeps adding to her repertoire every day uh the lucha laney gimmick and just a great duo of, of people outside the ring as well so um very very much looking forward to that match um, another match that I'm looking forward to, a guy I've only seen on video, an Effie, and a guy I've actually seen in person. We've had him on the podcast twice already. It's the House of Trevor Outlaw built Windy City Slam podcast. Uh, Effie versus Trevor Outlaw, yours rudely. How about that one? I, Trevor's been on twice? <laughs> yes, <he> wow. <laughs> and we just got asked to be on. Let's remember that. <laughs> He's very persuasive. I, I I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Did he, uh, that's did he guilt you of... into it, Mike? <laughs> was, was he just like, yeah, you you're trash until you have me on your uh, your show, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah pr- pretty much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, in regards to that match, uh, it just I think it's a it's an interesting clash of styles. Um, so we were, you know, that's kind of what the the aspect was was you know I mean Effie obviously just you know uh, coming off. Uh, the loss to uh, Robert Ego Anthony uh, for the legacy belt. So Effie's still trying to, you know, stay in, in the ranks as well. But then of course you've got, you know, as the show is kind of fashioned after a bunch of, uh, you know, young, hungry, uh, you know, kids coming too. So uh, we thought that would be just an interesting, you know, just personality clash of just how they're both, they're both, Definitely very polarizing and abrasive characters, but in like two different ways, you know, like Effie is that 
charisma magnet that like everybody is drawn to where I'd say Trevor is almost like he's the, he's the opposite in terms of like, he's the, he's the repelling magnet that's trying to, you know, make everyone, you know, mad. He's, re- he's repulsive. Say it. He's repulsive. <laughs> so we, we thought it would be interesting to kind of throw them uh, together and see how they, uh, if, if it's going to be a situation of opposites attract of sorts. <laughs> And Trevor Alwa has a huge upside in the business uh, with what I've seen out of him so far. And Effie's obviously a fun character. So this should be a great. Um, yeah, we, we try not to tell Trevor that he's got a big upside because the next thing you know, his head will be bigger than uh, everybody else's combined. <laughs> yeah, it's not big enough already. Go <laughs> <laughs> to our next he, match. He, um, he's a vet in his own mind. <laughs> yeah. Our, our next match is a tag team affair. Uh, I believe they still go by the Cocoa Buffs in Freelance Underground. Marche Rocket and Acid Jazz um, taking on uh, Coda Hernandez and a guy that I've actually known for about a decade now. Man Dynasty, Darius Latrell, back to his days at UIC as a men's basketball player for Division I school. And I've liked what I've seen out of him lately the last couple of weeks. I just saw him up at GLCW a little over a week ago. So I'm very, very excited about this match. And Marche, great guy. Acid Jazz, great veteran as well. Uh, what you guys take on this tag match? Um, it, it's literally a mirror. It's it's Jazz and Marche looking in a mirror of two guys that are just like them. You've got Marche Rocket six four versus Darius Latrell six eight, and then you've got Acid Jazz, the 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 fighter from the projects of Chicago, Illinois versus Coda Hernandez. The guy who's been locked up, he'll he'll shank you if he needs to from the streets of Chicago, Illinois. So it, it's literally them wrestling against a version of themselves. And but like in every match, it, it's it's about showing what the the new crop against the more experienced crop. And it, <laughs> without giving too much away. <laughs> um, that's definitely what you get out of this is who who's who runs the streets in Chicago now is the best way I think I could uh, describe what the hilarity and the uh, the violence that happens during this tag match. Yeah, no, I definitely I definitely want to add to that. That yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, this and, match and, is and a Juju's lot of fun. Was the referee? <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, but this match was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, I mean, just for me to be a part of it as well as I'm sure watching it, like I, I really enjoyed my experience with this match. So, I mean, I guess it's not really a spoiler alert, but just, yeah, be prepared for fun for this match. You have every right to be excited about this match. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, another match, um, people are kind of looking forward to younger guys, uh, Cole Radrick is a name that we've heard a little bit with GCW and various organizations in the Midwest. And uh, Angel Escalera is his opponent. Uh, talk a little bit about that one. Oh, I, I, I will be the one to talk about this one. <laughs> this is the match on paper where you go, why? And, you know, Angel Escalera has gone through a transformation of character that a lot of people that saw him originally had doubts about what he could do. 
I think after you see this match, uh, the doubts are lifted, and you have you'll you'll have more of a, a outlook of, okay, what more can he do, as opposed to, oh, no, please no. Do you want anything there, uh, uh, Doctor Long? Uh, Doctor Long. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I was definitely, uh, one of the people that was, I, I looked at on paper and I was like, I don't know if they're going to click. I don't know if this is going to, this is going to be, you know, and people are, are going to be wanting. And from what I've heard, uh, I still have yet to see the footage on this one. Uh, but from what I've heard, uh, reactions, uh, people were very impressed. Um, it definitely seemed to be a, uh, like. I mean, I, I think this whole show a lot is, you know, coming out party for a lot of guys in terms of uh, being able to, to show, hey, I'm not just, you know, this, you know, student, you know, uh, you know, I'm actually, you know, we're, 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 we're gaining traction, you know, we're, we're, people are going to know us as just wrestlers, not as just, oh, it's this guy who is a freelance student. And I think, I mean, like I said, a lot of people definitely showed up on this show, but from what I heard, he was the one that had the biggest show up um, in terms of what people were, you know, had ideas of the match compared to what the match actually produced. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to see it because uh, everyone that has uh, everyone that saw it and, you know, that I was talking to said, wow, that was, that was a really, really good match. And it, I mean, it, and it wasn't, you know, like, it, you know, it, it literally, you know, it wasn't supposed to be a main event match. It, you know, it's it's definitely, you know, in, in the middle of the card, but it it definitely held its place there is what I was told. It was definitely on paper the one I would have called this is the sleeper pick to be the best match of the night. And I guarantee that if I would have bet anybody, they would have took that bet of it not being – what could possibly be the match of the night? And right now I probably would be sitting on a lot of, uh, a lot of pennies. <laughs> Durbin's of Evergreen Park at 102nd and Kedzie is rolling these days, folks. You've heard about the updates, the upgrades, the great menu, the beers on tap, a chance for neighbors and friends to get together and have a beer and some good food. Now, Wednesday and Saturday nights, they're adding back karaoke that's right come on out and prove that you've got the voice the talent the nerve 9 30 p.m every wednesday and saturday night friday nights a dj now in house starting at 10 p.m and for the afternoon crowd break up a busy week go have some lunch starting at noon bingo each and every wednesday durbin's is open and they're looking to welcome you back dine in carry out contactless delivery eat well and have an ice cold beer with your neighbors come check out the newly improved durbins of evergreen park at 10240 south kedzie avenue or visit them today at durbinspizza.com jordan oliver against a guy who we're used to seeing in a tag team with davy bang as the bang brothers uh jordan oliver takes on august matthews i i definitely was uh excited for this uh it's no it's no secret among the uh, the 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 indie circles uh, locally that I've kind of uh, August is definitely one of the wrestlers that I've kind of taken under my wing. Uh, we always, you know, kind of make jokes that I'm his I'm his wrestling dad, uh, and 
I, I, I see a lot of potential uh, in August. I mean, I, I, I've spent a lot of time with them just, you know, we'll, you know, drive, you know, to shows here and there. Uh, and I just chat with them and the kid's got a real good, uh, good head on his shoulders in terms of like just wrestling knowledge. Like for such a young kid, like he really adores like wrestling to a deeper level. Um, you know, we'll, we'll chat about, you know, the, the old, you know, legendary days of ROH when like, you know, basically when you look at that roster now, it's, it's like a third to a half of that roster is all signed, you know, <laughs> like there. And, and he, he loves that aspect of wrestling. Like he was into the indie wrestling scene. Um, you know, like he, he really, like he knows stuff that like he wasn't even really alive to see, or was like just a little, little kid at the time. And, and he's really studied it and pays attention to it to where it's kind of cool that I can talk to someone who's so much younger and, has such a deep appreciation for uh, wrestling and not just, you know, not just what he's seen on, you know, the, the national like TV products, but, you know, he really seeks out that. And it's good because I, I this match definitely uh, with, with Jordan Oliver, who is another a great talent out there. Uh, they both really showed, I think that, we can, you know, we're going to, we're going to go. And, you know, that August, uh, has a ability to go in a singles match without, you know, he doesn't need Davey, like him and Davey have great chemistry and we definitely don't have any plans to not keep them together as a tag team, but August definitely no can be a, what's that? I have no plan. I had, honestly, I, I think not, as a team, yes, they gel well. They're friends, but I think that the team, for both Davy and August, it holds them back from what they actually both can do. Because you're in, you're splitting, you're splitting the time in the match with your tag partner, and the full potential for both of them ha- has not even been seen yet. Uh, I think that keeping them as a team is an injustice to both of them. Uh, in the respect that you just you you don't you don't know what you've got until they're not together. So they definitely need to be apart to really see how good for being so new they actually are. And, and this match with Jordan Oliver is going to show you exactly that about August Matthews. Sadly, sadly, Davey was was uh, unfortunately booked elsewhere, so we couldn't feature him on this show as well. Mm-hmm. But um yeah that that's my opinion on it is that them being together yeah we, we'll use them together but man the if when the opportunities arise to actually not have them in a tag team that that that's the route that i i definitely would debate about in in doing is not putting them both in singles matches or matches that'll feature them as themselves versus as a team freelance underground and freelance wrestling presents chicago secret stash Friday, April the 9th, premiering at 3 p.m. and IWTV.live. It's a great start to your WrestleMania weekend. It's a fun card. Uh, two Juice, James, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. And if you do and you're not signed up for IWTV, make sure you use the code UNDERGROUND when you sign up. All right, so uh, if we could turn for just a quick moment to we all know what the weekend entails after that event. And that is two nights of WrestleMania. I find it really funny 
the way that WWE acts leading into WrestleMania, like the fact that they put out a top 10 greatest crowd reactions in the history of WrestleMania, but left out the Hardy Boys. Yeah. And which in WrestleMania 33, which is clearly a great one. And they, and they continue to try to drive home that somehow people were excited about the the Becky Lynch Ronda Rousey match. Like literally in the film, there's no excitement. But somehow that's one of the top 10 crowd reactions of all time. Give me a break. But then on the other hand, they have Chris Jericho coming on the Broken Skull session and he's an AEW guy. So they, they it's so weird how they handle things coming up. I'm kind of excited about that. I really hope Jericho's allowed to say whatever he wants to. But we'll, we'll see how if that if that ends up being edited. Yeah, supposedly there's no restrictions, but we'll see. What are you looking forward to this weekend? Bobby Lashley defends the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Uh, I think that's going to be a banger of a match. Two big guys, two guys long overdue for the spotlight. Drew got a lot of it over the last year, and now Lashley's finally getting it. Although I'm a little disappointed with WWE putting the kibosh on the Hurt Business and kicking out Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander. I was kind of hoping that faction would be strong heading into WrestleMania, but they kind of messed that up. Uh, Sunday, obviously, looking forward to the triple threat between Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Edge and Daniel Bryan. I have this weirdest feeling. The way they're building up Bryan, Bryan might pull off the upset here. I, I don't know. I, it may sound crazy, and I may be like totally wrong at this time next week. But I just have that feel that might be where they're going with it. And one of the matches I'm also intrigued. I'm not sure if I'm excited about it or just interested or is it going to be a disaster? Bad Bunny, the performance artist, the rapper, taking on The Miz in a one-on-one match. Uh, just shaking my head and figuring out what can Bad Bunny bring in the ring? I mean, obviously he's going to have Damian Priest outside in his corner. The Miz is going to have John Morrison in his corner. It's going to be a little crazy. And then how will The Fiend look at WrestleMania? He's coming back. He's got this crispy, fried Fiend persona going on now because he was burned by Randy Orton, but he's back from the dead. So we'll see what that match entails, The Fiend and Randy Orton. What will Alexa Bliss's role be in that match? And another match I think is going to be terrific on Sunday, the WWE Raw Women's Championship, Oscar defensive title against Rhea Ripley. So those are the things I'm looking forward to the most at WrestleMania this weekend. You want to know what my bold prediction is? Yes. What's your bold prediction? Edge wins the title. That's my bold prediction. Edge wins the title. I'm telling you right now, I believe WWE looks at Edge as... Here's a guy whose career ended too soon. We He's still a viable guy, and he gets a huge pop. I think Edge wins. Who does he pin? Uh, he does not pin Brian. He pins uh, Reigns. But it's I think that what happens is that Daniel Bryan does something where he just does the typical Daniel Bryan's a hero moment, but falls short, maybe knocks himself out, making the move on Roman Reigns, and Edge capitalizes on it and puts Reigns away. That's kind of how I see it ending. We'll see what happens. I'm not normally right. I just have my own little fantasy world. It's not the real world. Uh, you know, that's probably why we're all a little bit involved in wrestling. Do we have a Do we have a guest for next week? Yes, we have one set up for next week. Very excited. Uh, I actually booked this a little over a week ago when I was up in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest for our post-WrestleMania episode. It'll help recap WrestleMania 37. He will talk about his time in WWE developmental as well. And he's the co-holder of the GLCW Tag Team Champions. We're going to have Dr. Jeff Luxon join us next week on Windy City Slam. Wrestling, Chicago style, 30 minutes each and every week. This is Windy City Slam. For Mike, I'm Chris. 
Enjoy WrestleMania. Make sure you check out the event coming up this Friday. If you missed that promo code, go back and listen to it, write it down, and punch it in. I know I have an app now to download on my Roku so I can check it out on Friday night. This is Windy City Slam. Have a great week. Bye-bye, everybody.